The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Hey, I'm Well, I must have never been paying attention when you were just talking to me. Gonna get Linda to dance with me on this later. Do you think that you could repeat the question? And I listen more attentively. See, at the end of the day, Ed, it all works out. Usually. Usually, that's true. There are times. I uh... Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan on the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, it's Top Two Guys Smoke Shop here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And uh, we have a, a great show for you today. Before we do, we've got a little bit of a breaking news uh, that we want to pass along to you if you're watching us live on Facebook or YouTube or listening to us live on your podcast or Spreaker or Podbean or iHeartRadio or iTunes or any of the other 35,000 platforms that we happen to be on these days. Uh, we have a state trooper uh, in Amesbury right now who is injured, um, uh, apparently was stabbed uh, near the Amesbury exit on uh, Route 495. Uh, the, the information that I'm getting in is coming in fast and furious, but we're kind of live, so uh, it's hard for me to, to catch up. But I understand that the, uh, the, the state trooper uh, fired on the suspect, and our, um, our mole at the scene says that the, uh, the bad guy might not make it. So let's, make it, let's say a prayer for the bad guy to make sure that he does not make it. That's, that's what I'm going to ask everyone to do. Uh, my name is Tom Duggan here on the Paying Attention Podcast, getting ready to celebrate our third anniversary. Is that true? That can't be true. No, so that's it's third not anniversary. True. No, a second anniversary. You've already passed that. Have, no, no, in June. No, because uh, the when the Chiefs come in, Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah December twenty ninth to be a twenty sixth, third anniversary. Yeah, uh, second, second anniversary. I see. I went to Lawrence High, so I have to count on my fingers. So I'm very, very bad at math. <laughs> so I always have to have it checked. You you're know? low on fingers uh, if you can't uh, get up to <laughs> that's two. Correct. That's very true. So we were originally going to have Una Ziegler was supposed to be on the show with us today. Um, she's hopefully going to be the incoming city council president in Methuen. Um, and uh, last minute, she had something that uh, she got called away to do. And so I started thinking, like, what are we going to do? It's Christmas time. How do we fill the time? How do we how do we do a show that's going to be interesting to the local people? And I was talking to my spirit animal, Jana Dintali who said, uh, you know, actually, you love Debbie's treasure chest. Why don't you call Linda Harvey and see if she wants to come on? And so I called Linda, and I don't know if she called you first, but she Linda did. answered the phone and said, yes, Tom, whatever you need. And I was like, oh, my God, if everybody answered the phone <laughs> like that, my life would be so much easier. <laughs> so we have Linda Harvey is here with us. Uh, Sergeant um, Thorne Police Sergeant Derek Licata is here. And, uh, and I love Derek Licata because we see each other out in the community all the time when I'm covering events. And he's always involved in, and never gets credit for, by the way, he's always involved in helping people in the community, whether it's through helping Debbie's treasure chest, whether we're passing out with the Methuen Exchange, uh, came with us one year, passing out uh, Thanksgiving turkeys to people, um, whether it's you know helping to do a, a, a clothing drive for the homeless. Guys like Derek Licata are always out there, and I know that the Methuen Police... Don't have the greatest reputation because of the, the contract situation going on. But people at home need to know these are, these are good guys. And these are the good guys. And regardless of whatever the political situation is going on out there, these are guys that are running toward the bullets while the rest of us are running away. And um, so I, I give him a lot of credit, not just for being a police officer, putting on the badge and the gun and doing it, but then going above and beyond and doing stuff like this. So um, why don't we start with uh, Linda Harvey. Linda uh, is a former advertiser back when she used to love me. And sorry, <laughs> and uh, when I had money, I, that, <laughs> well, now she now she gives it all to charity, which is great. So we don't hold that against her. And you started. How did Debbie's Treasure Chest start? Tell people what it is, how it started, and we'll you know kind of pick your brain from there. Well, it actually started probably sometime in the early two thousands when my children and their friend Anna McCabe used to collect toys and teddy bears and books for kids at DCF. And um, unfortunately, in 2006, in November, if you remember when Debbie DiOrio passed away, mm -hmm. who she was a phenomenal social worker, and my kids, you know, one of their, their heroes, 
uh, they decided, along with Anna and Anna's mom, Mary, uh, that we would name this project after, after Debbie. So in 2006, we told people that we were going to collect things for DCF, and we had my garage, one stall, but it was filled and emptied seven times. Wow. So then uh, my kids at that time were seven and 11, and they were just you know, very, very involved. And then they decided to move. Uh, we got a donation from Salopoli to give us space. He's the best. He gives, he gives to everybody. He did. And um, then, so we were there in 2007, and it, it helped that Mary McCabe and I were attorneys, and we got things moving. And then, um, actually, back then, I think Derek's youngest was four, yeah. and she was helping out, and his oldest was That's eight. That's to make us all feel old. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel very old. And um, then in 2013, I think my daughter Maxine was shocked to find out that she was being recognized nationally and won something called the Helen Diller Award. She got $36,000 for her work at Debbie's Treasure Chest. And she donated much of that to Debbie's Treasure Chest. And we um, moved from Salopolis to... Uh, Everett Mills, where Marianne Nadell has very generously helped us out. And um, our rent is paid for by National Fiber Technology. Wow. And they have continued to support us. Just like stepped up to the plate and said, we're going to take They've care of your rent. They've been taking care of us since wow. 2006, and they continue to. So we store everything in their factory, and uh, we have a, a storefront now. At Sal's, we weren't in a place that was handicap accessible, and it actually had no heat or air conditioning. So this place is a great storefront, um, and we've gone from having a sort of a winter event to we're open all year round. Anna McCabe went on to her own projects, and my kids stayed on and brought in other kids like Derek's children. Mm. And um, right now we have a full-time manager uh, who's, in the audience, I waved to her. Hi, Lisa. One of my friends since What's I was... What's Lisa's last name? Lisa Hamblin. Lisa and I have been friends since many, many years ago. I heard since you were 10. Since we were 10. I'm going to so, out you right here. Yeah, since we were 10. So, you know, about 20 years. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> so, um, we had a, a couple of other managers in the past and who moved on to other things. And um, our last manager, Riley Townsend, went on to college, back to school, and so I called. Don't you hate that? Like I do. they grow up, they end up going to college and having their own lives. Yeah, and, and the, or your kids leave you with a charity to run. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, we had Lisa stepped up to the plate, and she's got a history and a background in education and merchandising. So we have a little store now, and then Tim. Uh, Myers, who you ran into last night. I did. Very bizarre, but it, it, it was what it was. Yeah, and he's uh, our director of volunteers. So we've come from a little toy store almost yep. to, a, I mean, we probably have fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 items. Wow. And people come in. In the month of November, we had 155 people that we provided clothing for and some toiletries. And that's not including the 300 families that we had at our warming event, that we provided coats and anything warm, including dinner. And uh, we had over 73 volunteers there. Now, how do you vet the families? One of, the, one of my pet peeves with places like Lazarus House is they don't vet anybody. Anybody can come in and take what they want. And you see people that you know have jobs, that you know you know, aren't as needy as they're pretending to be going in and just taking food. And then when they run out, there's people that are actually needy and have no food. So how do you, is there a way you guys can kind of vet and make sure that it's going to people that are truly needy? Well, we do the best we can. And and I think our process, and this is including our toy drive, which mm. I'll let Derek talk a little bit more about is everybody we give to has been referred by either a social worker, a clergy person, a teacher, a psychologist, a doctor. So we don't ask for financial documents because we're not in that business. But but they I, come referred. They come referred, and they and they actually come referred with a signature from a social worker that ha, or whoever is referring it, a police officer. So we know somebody else has looked into this right. and said we really need this. Right. So you know, like last night we got. That's so important because people people will stop giving if they find out. That I mean, we we see even like with the um, with the Red Cross and some of these other big major national uh, uh, charities, 
that a lot of times the money you give isn't going where it's supposed to go. And my my big thing has always been, and one of the reasons why I kind of hooked up with you guys a few years ago was if I can see that I know where it's going and I watched you guys pass the toys out to actual kids, I'm like, okay, so now I know where it's going. I don't mind promoting it and I don't mind asking my friends to give. And I don't mind going on Facebook and, and promoting that. I get you guys. And I think most people feel the same way. There's so many scams out there. They don't know what to give to anymore. So most people just kind of don't give. So one of the things, you know, we, we call it vetting our clients, mm-hmm. but we also um, look at our donations too. So we want to make sure that all our donors, I mean, you know, Lisa has this thing, a donation of the day that we've gotten electrical sockets donated. Um, one, Training wheel, some very interesting. One training wheel. wheel. Um, Some very interesting (laughs) things. So we want to make sure that not only our clients are vetted, but what they're getting. Right. We go through. We, you know, our our motto is: if you wouldn't give it to a friend, don't give it to us. Gotcha. So we take gently used items and new items, but don't give me dirty clothes or clothes that you wouldn't you know, give to a friend. And even with our toy drives, so we have about 900 wishes that we're granting this year. Um, So my children and I um, pick agencies that we believe are in the most need. So this year it was the Department of Social uh, Children and Families, which is our um, really founded because of them. Um, Children's Friends and Family. We have a few teachers at Lawrence High School, uh, not Lawrence High School, Lawrence Public Schools that have requested uh, we have uh, supportive care, which deals with children that are families of domestic violence. And I'm going to, uh, Man Inc., Man Inc. Mm-hmm. huge, huge group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to forget the other people. But uh, so those social workers have provided toys requests and gift card requests. And with the gift cards, if people get them, usually the social workers take the kids to the place to buy the stuff. Gotcha. So the parents aren't doing so that's it. That's so important. It's so yeah. important because people want to know if they're donating something that it's actually going to be used the way it's supposed to. Oh, and we and we see we see it so much with. I'm trying to. What is that other one? Ed, not the Red Cross. The other one where the CEO was making United like, Way. United Way. I mean, I used to give to the United Way all the time, and then I read that story in the Wall Street Journal. I was like, holy crap! I'm not giving to them anymore. Well, look at Goodwill. Right, right. So yeah. give locally. Give to the people that you know. If you know someone who knows someone that works at a nonprofit like Debbie's Treasure Chest. Um, you know, like TMF in Lawrence, it helps the homeless. Um, it's 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 so important because it's one to one help. It's people who have real needs who come in. It's not some big corporation. It's not, you know. No, and we also um, we have very low budget. We have an executive director who volunteers. We have you know managers. You're only making like what eight million a year. What I was, yeah, yeah, I do. You know. <laughs> Um, but, and we work with, you know, so many local agencies. So the way that these agencies all provided these gifts at these requests. So then we give them out to these wonderful people who like the Methuen police department where it all started in 2014, six years ago. This is, this is our sixth year. By the way, they're the reason how they're, they're the reason I found you. Because I was at the police station, they had a tree. It was like some kind of giving tree. Yeah. And I was chatting with, I don't know, one of the cops, one of one of my friends there. And I said, what the hell is this? It's giving tree. And I, of course, I, in full disclosure, I converted to Judaism like 23 years ago. So I'm like, where's my menorah? You know, I, was, I was just being, you know, I was just being top, you know, I was just me, me, right? <laughs> and he said, no, 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 that's the giving tree. We're doing this thing with this Debbie's treasure chest. And he started explaining it to me. And I'm like... That sounds like a great thing. When you guys are ready, let me know. I'll come take some pictures, take some videos. And, do and you do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thanks for the introduction, Tom. Uh, I, uh, I, I appreciate being here representing the department, and not just representing the chief, but representing the officers, representing the, our professional staff, because this toy drive is everybody in the department. It, it, it's not just the officers. It's, uh, which is what makes this so great too, is, uh, we, we do it internally with everyone. We also include a piece for the public, mm-hmm. which is great. And, uh, Linda is such a wonderful person. I, uh, I met Linda years ago. I'll tell you a, a quick, funny story. Years ago, uh, when I was a young officer, I, I had made an arrest and Linda was the attorney representing the other person. And, um, you wanted to strangle her back then. No, 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 not at all. Uh, it, you know, after we finished the outcome of the case, Linda had come up to me and this was before we had met our, uh, you know, our kids probably long before that. I mean, I think this was probably maybe in the late nineties or early 2000. And she had come up to me and she said, you know, she says, I just want to say thank you for, you know, the way you handled my client, the way you treated him. It was really nice. And uh, ever since then, we kind of had this connection 
And whenever I'd see her at court, we'd always have good conversations. And a competent defense attorney, who knew? <laughs> yeah, it can happen. It's that's, true. A, that's a sitcom, I think, right? <laughs> we can make that work. I think we can. I think we could. So, so we've always, we always went and talked to each other when we were down at court. And then uh, my children started getting into dance. They happened to pick a dance studio where Linda's girls were both dancing. They were very similar in age. And um, I, had, uh, I had actually met uh, Debbie once or twice prior, again, on the job through interactions. And when, uh, when, when Linda and the girls, or I should say rather the girls, meaning Linda's daughters and my daughters started talking and her okay, daughters... You guys can take credit for what your kids do. We all do that. No, no, no. Honestly, I mean, and again, Linda's done just such a... Her kids are just... And I, I call them kids. They're not kids. Yeah. They, they, they're adults. Call them kids. I call them kids because I look well, yeah, at them and because, I see that... we're old and we, we anybody under 30 is a kid to us, right? I see the 8-year-old that was dancing with my daughter. I don't right. see the 21-year-old, 22-year-old. I just see... almost 24. Oh, wow. See what I mean? Mine just turned 25 she's getting her doctorate I'm oh. about feeling old so when her when her children and my kids got together they her, her kids were talking about collecting uh you know things for for these children and again linda she's a very humble person so she, you know when this first started she had kind of mentioned to us she's like you know she says derek the the, the so the, my friend debbie come to me and she would have to take children out of a home and that's usually what happens when dcf gets involved it's usually not a good situation sometimes when the children are taken out of the home they're taken out of the home with basically what they're wearing they really don't have anything some situations there's nothing there in the home or in some situations they're not in the home but it's a situation where the, the, we have to remove them for right. safety and for their own uh, keeping. And Linda would say, geez, you know, these kids, they, they, they don't have anything. There's got to be a way. And she'd say, geez, I used to call up this person and this person, her network, and say, hey, I've got two children. I've got a boy that's six and a, and a girl that's eight. They have nothing. Can we see if you can call some of your friends? And that's kind of how they started it. Mm -hmm. And then our kids decided to do a mitten and a hat drive. For, that, that was for, Jules. Yeah. No, that was, that um, was Juliana? Jessica no, was in Jess. second grade. Yes. So second grade, you know, they, they got together and said, why don't we do a mitten and, and a hat drive for kids at school? Because her school, there were some kids that didn't have mittens and didn't have hats uh, to, to when they go to school, they're out in the playground, they don't have anything to, to keep themselves warm. Or if right. they walk to school, they don't have anything with them. And that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, naturally, I mean, her girls are just natural leaders. They just kind of took the bull by the horns. And my, honestly, my, my, both my, my girls have been friends with them since they were dancing. And, um, and, and that's kind of really how I got involved in, in Debbie's treasure chest itself. And right. you hit the nail on the head when you talk about what's special about this charity is uh, this organization takes care of people locally. Right. And I'm not, I wouldn't say that other larger charities that are nationwide, that are regional wide, don't necessarily do a good job because I think all of them, they all have a great purpose in mind. However, we know that everything that's donated to us is getting vetted. This, right. these, these items that are getting vetted, these children that are, that are these families that have needs, they're actually uh, in need and it's been vetted by a professional, whether it's a social worker, a teacher, a police officer, a doctor. So we know that whatever we're getting, when we get this request, we know it's going to that particular family and it's not going to get sent to say a warehouse where it sits in a box and you don't really know what you don't, whether or not you always have the best intentions, right. like you said, you to to give to, back to those that that don't have what we have, right. but you just really never know. Well, we get to see it. I mean, we don't see the actual children because that's not part of how they do it. We hand it off to the agency, and the agency goes about and hands them off to the family, right. so these kids have have uh, a much better holiday. We have a question from the audience uh, wants to know uh, for, on Facebook. Uh, where it is that they can? They she said, Elaine, since she said, I'd love to help. Where can I get a request? Well, she can actually go to the police station. Um, we actually, so we have the nine hundred requests are on trees at the Lawrence uh, at the Methuen Police Station, Methuen High School, uh, McLennan Realty, uh, National Fiber Technology, Studio of Dance Arts, we just, North Shore. So it's really hard to get a specific request, but we really need things. And I can just tell you why. This morning I get a call from a social worker at DCF who last night had to remove um, a mother and her two children because of a very serious domestic violence issue, had the woman placed in a shelter. And I don't know how much the audience would know when that happens. You get up and you leave. Right. There is nothing that you take with you. So um, 
she's coming over to Debbie Strasher's just today to get them coats and, and things they need. But then we talked to, she said, what about some Christmas things? And I said, don't worry. We'll probably have several toys left yeah. over. Come on Saturday uh, on the 21st. And we always have social workers come because the, the toy request came in sometime in November. Yes. Early November. And especially in DCF and many of these agencies, they have families in need, probably 50, 100 families in need after that date. Right, yeah. So we make sure we have plenty of toys. So to the, to the caller or the, the listener or the writer, we would really love for you to just drop an unopened new toy the police station yeah. in Methuen, Methuen is a great police place. Station. We have a drop box. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're welcome to come to the police station lobby. Once they go to the police station lobby, they can actually, uh, there's a box right there in the lobby. They can just drop the toys off. Uh, we're constantly emptying out. We, in the last four days, every day I walk through the lobby in the morning, I come in, we empty it out, me and my lieutenant. And then at the end of the day, we come back. <laughs> And it's half full already. That's the next awesome. morning we come in, more toys. This morning That's someone great. left a, a small bike and a helmet, a bike right. helmet for right. someone. And so, and we're always looking for stuff for teenagers because they are really the forgotten children. Right. So headphones, bath and body work stuff, uh, jewelry, wallets. I mean, these kids in foster care have very little or they're kids that are associated with the departments, um, whether it's a state agency or a, a private agency. This may be the only Christmas gift. So you can drop any of those things off. Also, Man Apple, you know, Man Orchards, Nevin's Nursing Home, Enterprise Bank in both Methuen and in Andover. Mm -hmm. There's places in Plastow. Um, we actually have, you know, boxes there. McLennan and, and Company, yeah. uh, Monte Carlo Salon in Methuen. Those are a couple others that I can remember. We have a whole list. We could actually probably, you could probably send it over to Tom. Maybe you can put it on your website afterwards. Absolutely. All the Absolutely. different locations that we have, and uh, it, that would be helpful. Anybody that, that would like to uh, help out. And again, these, like Linda said, they, these toys will, will, will keep them, the, the charity will keep them after Christmas. And again, there's so much more that Debbie's Treasure Chest does besides just Christmas. Right. I, I, anytime there's a major major incident now, they're kind of the local go-to, you know, especially with the gas explosions. And you, you can 3,000 people. Uh, we gave away 3,000 bags in 10 days. Wow. But I, I'll tell you kind of a, a – it wasn't funny, but it was a little – so what, do you remember a few years ago when there was uh, the – just before Christmas – there was the I was, fire. I was just about in, to say in that. Methuen, mm -hmm. and twenty-seven families. Yep. Yep. Oh, right on uh, off of uh, off of Lawrence Street, um, Ashton. It was a, a, there were twenty-seven families displaced. Yep. So we got so many donations. We became the 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 donors. You know, the place to drop it off because this is what we do. We vet right. through clothing. We get it all taken care of, and we had um, so Chief Solomon. And Mayor Zani at the time asked my children, who were very young, <laughs> to come with them to the to stay at the station during the day to be part of the meetings. Because I was actually in court, and we were also running it. So Talia wasn't even 18, and she wasn't even allowed in some of those meetings. But they came down and said to me, you really have to come, because we have absolutely no idea what these people are asking us about how to get this information, and I think this is legal stuff. I don't know what it is. But there they were, you know. I don't think Talia probably would fit over. At that time, she yeah. barely fit over. But, you know, Chief Solomon saw how much they knew, and actually he said to them, you don't realize how much information you've given out. Because when these people were just coming in, they were telling them about Debbie's treasure chest and sending them. Yeah. And we were able to, you know, we, we lived through that, um, Christmas. And that was right before Christmas. So all of those families that had their Christmas presents already purchased, that had those gifts for those kids, that was all gone. That building was a complete, a complete, um, complete so, loss. Yeah, we were able to provide a lot of kids with toys. And, and we had the recent fire in Methuen. I forget. It was on uh, Carlton Street, I think, in that area. It was a bad fire. And we, you know, we put it on Facebook there are these kids that are of these ages that need some things. And this man who doesn't even want to be known, you know, I couldn't even tell you his name, comes in with this beautiful dollhouse that he wanted to give to these two little girls. And they finally came, when they got there, we said to the mom, we'll hold the dollhouse till you find a place to live. 
And she came and got the dollhouse, and there was a little four-year-old girl, and she just was so excited to have this dollhouse. So I think the joy of giving Mm -hmm. is really out there. It's not just during the Christmas or holiday season. We see it every day at Debbie's Treasure Chest. Um, One thing I did want to say is one of the reasons that people love the warming night is you actually get to see the clients. And, um, you know, we have judges, police officers, uh, all different, you know, all different people coming. We had kids helping and just to, and they're all treated like gold, you know, as they should be. They were coming in and we were fitting them in coats and, you know, you'd see one of the judges in the Lawrence History Court. People kept looking at her saying, I know her, but I just don't know how I know her. <laughs> She's the one that sentenced me to 30 <laughs> days. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, you know, you see the juvenile judges there. You see Judge Newman, God love him, giving out socks. And yeah. people are just going, he looks so familiar, <laughs> right, right. but I don't know why. Without the robes, it's hard to tell. <laughs> That's right. But. And that is an event that has been a huge success. And to thank the Essex County Community Foundation for really helping us fund that this year, um, they didn't. We we didn't expect to get that funding. We're applying for more funding with them because we just didn't expect to give out that many things. Mm-hmm. We had a back to school event for the gas victims, so we had the the first. It was a two hour event. We had enough uniforms for about 200 kids. We had backpacks back to school. We were out of stock in 30 minutes. Wow. And they were it was all vetted people. Right. So um, the need is great. People think, you know, the economy is doing well. Well, it may be doing well for some people, mm-hmm. but Lawrence, Methuen, Andover, North Andover, the Merrimack Valley, you know, we, when we had the gas crisis, we came up with this one thing called We Are One Community. And I really believe that. And, you know, at Debbie's Treasure Chest, it, we try to help everyone. Because, quite honestly, the three of us, it could happen to any one of us Absolutely. at any time. Absolutely. Tragedies happen. You don't know what can happen. And um, It can be anything. It could be a fire. It could be a domestic situation. It could it could be, you know, somebody's house is just deemed unsafe. You know, so the right. fire department goes in and says, hey, sorry, this is unsafe. you got to leave. And now what do you do? And you have to leave. You know, with the gas crisis, people had to leave immediately. When oh, there's yeah. a fire, you're leaving immediately. Mm-hmm. So there's that population that we're dealing with. Then we're just dealing with people. And it's some of the saddest things you'd ever see. You see these mothers come in, and they're in flip-flops. And it's winter. And Lisa always tells a story how she'll, she'll, these mothers come in and they're looking for their kids. And the mother will have a, not even a, a sweatshirt as warm as yours on. And she'll say, you know, what about a coat for you? No, 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 no. I don't need anything. Yeah. And, you know, Lisa doesn't let them out now without a coat. Right, and it, okay. it's convincing yep. them that they have to take care of themselves. I've now the, now the seen single... it firsthand. I've seen it firsthand where they, or they come in and they like, okay, well, I'm just going to take this one shirt. Right. And it's like, no, no, it, take a couple things. Like you, it's okay. Yeah, it's for you. They're afraid. They're almost, they, they feel almost afraid. Like they're taking advantage of right. it, but in actuality, they need the help. And those That's are the exactly people, what right, it's there that, for. Those are the people you exactly want to help. It's, you know, we deal we deal with the homeless at TMF. There are some homeless people that come and they're just looking to grab anything they can. Then there's other people that come, they grab a meal and they're kind of looking at the socks, but they're not sure and they don't want... And you go over and you say, listen, if you need socks, go get the socks because there's a lot of other people who totally take advantage. Just if you need it, please take it. So we have, those are the people I love to help the people that are, that are much less likely to take the help. So I think this is a good time for my feel-good story today, which was... Just before I came in, about an hour before we came on, I got a call from this woman. And they said, just wanted to check the hours. Are you still open 2 to 6 today? And I said, yes. And she said, well, you helped me about a year ago. Um, and now I'm doing pretty well. So I have three bags of clothes that I'd like to donate. Nice. And they're clean, and they're winter, and they're in good condition. And I just want to thank you. And I said, you know, what's your name? She said, oh, that's not important. She said, I just want to make sure... Right. And I said, do you need a tax receipt? And she asked me what that was. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just amazing. Yeah. She just wanted to give back. We have a volunteer that we helped years and years ago. And she still comes in once a week. And she's, you know, volunteering now because she wanted to thank us. That's great. Um, 
And we have tons of people like that. And by the way, Linda Harvey's Feel Good Story was sponsored by McClennan Real Estate, <laughs> uh, Maku Towing, uh, Marsan and Sun Construction, uh, the uh, Methuen Police Superior Officers Union. We love having those guys on board. And our friend Nina at Climate Designs, Climate Design Systems. Uh, so if you have a problem, you need an HVAC situation, give them a call. Uh, they've sponsored the show, and they've been sponsoring every show now for a while. Um, when you guys, in, when it's not Christmas time, when it's July, when it's hot, when um, when it's not, you know, the festive giving season, how do you motivate people to give? How do you how do you reach out to the community and say, hey, listen, Christmas is coming? Well, um, we've been very blessed with some great donors. Um, you know, people empty their closets. We try to remind them it's the if you'd give it to a friend. Um, we have a lot on Facebook. Like our page, Debbie's Treasure Chest. I will, I, I will post it as well. I would like to say our webpage is up to date, but it needs to be a little updated. Gee, if only we knew a social media guy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Mm. Um, I think I'll and, have a new role you know, soon. <laughs> and we have this great community of people. It, it's funny. We'll put it out on Facebook. We're in need of children's coats. Mm. And then we get an, you know quite a bit of them. So we've never really had trouble getting actual clothing and those things. Money, eh, we could use money all the time. Yeah. And so now what would you do if somebody made, say somebody said, uh, hey, listen, I want to make a $100 donation. Where would that go exactly? Well, it would go into our operating fund. Um, We have one part-time staff person and one contractor. So, and it mostly goes to pay for supplies. Um, So our budget, I just did it because I'm just filling out another grant. I mean, we operate on about $80,000 a year. Maybe 20 goes to salaries. We have supplies. You know, even the containers that you buy to store things, we spent $3,000. Wow. Because we, we're in an old mill building, right. and you can't put it in boxes. Right. We've learned we can't put them on the floor either because, yeah. again, it's a mill building, so it's right. dusty. You put something on the floor, and now it gets dirty. So now you right. Well, plus you have to worry it. about, you know, rodents and stuff like that, right. you know, if they're and, not in a container. Right. And so we do that. We also... Very often we have to buy things for clients because we don't have the availability. For instance, very large people. It's not a a big thing that people donate. You don't get a lot of people. We have a a man who needed a 5X coat. Very few men out there have 5X. Um, Not getting a lot of donations for that. Yeah. So for larger women and larger men and for infants and children. So uh, we just... Size six is a big issue. Um, We just don't get a lot of that. And we also, you know, we've been very blessed with New Balance and Charles River Apparel. Unbelievable, you know, donors to us. Um, We got over 500 new coats this year. Uh, But many of them were all the same size. We also, socks is a big, as you mentioned. Yes, socks are always. Who knew? Socks is the number one issue. Underwear. Um, You can't give us used. But not briefs. Right. They want boxes. Like all the homeless people are saying, I I brought, I went out and bought like, I don't know how many from Kohl's, must have been like 30 packages of, 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 uh, of briefs. And I'm handing them out, and they're like, do you have any boxes in there? And I'm like, and everywhere I went, every tent that I went to, you don't have any box. I guess I'll take them, but if you don't have any boxers. So they want boxers. That's what they want. Yeah, I mean, and you got you know, you can't, we don't take used underwear. Right. So, um, you know, we're buying. That's another whole show. Right. We're buying a lot of, you know, just a lot of supplies that we need. And, you know, we have to pay for internet service and, mm-hmm. and you know, just the, the minimal things that keep us operating. Um you want to talk about the the Cummings grant? I mean, that was well, a pretty. We, it was big a big deal. grant, but Absolutely. they didn't let us apply again this year. Those um, bastards! <laughs> so, How dare they? Well, you know, hopefully next year. They did. They were wonderful people. Gave us a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which changed our life. Right. We actually hired someone for the first time, so our budget was at thirty four thousand because wow. we got thirty three thousand a year. Um, we just received a grant. To, thank you to the George Bishop Foundation, a ten thousand dollar grant. Totally surprised. Um, out of Newburyport. Um, We've done pretty well, but it's, you know, uh, we have this great volunteer um, grant writer who's also an attorney who doesn't have a whole lot of time. We'd love money to pay a grant writer Mm -hmm. because 
that's what really keeps you in business. Right. How many uh, volunteers do you have? Like the day that I was there, I saw probably about 35 people, but I would imagine it's probably a lot more than that. Well, so for warming night, we had 73. Wow. During the gas crisis, we had over 500 volunteers wow. in 10 days. Um, on a regular basis, we probably have, you know, maybe three or four. Three to five come into the store all the time. We have a wonderful relationship with Methuen High postgraduate special needs kids. They come in um, and help out, which is with their teachers. They're they're wonderful. Um, you know, at our big events, we have a lot of volunteers because we also have a leadership group, which Derek's um, daughter is is uh, part of, and we. So those kids, to me, that's the best thing about Debbie's treasure chest is that you're just seeing kids. Mm. They, their favorite thing is a toy drive. We make them wear Santa hats and they, they'll come in. So next Thursday and Friday, they will take, and it's all done by kids anywhere from second grade through high school. Cause they mm -hmm. don't leave after eighth grade. No. They stay too. So, um, Derek and I will watch and my daughters are coming home this year for the toy drive. Um, but they'll watch these kids make posters thanking everyone, yep. and then they'll divide 2,000 toys yep. by agency and how they're going to do it. They have a great color scheme this year. Julia Tardigno is, is um, part of the team. Um, and so, But it'll all be done by children, and we kind of just sit back and... They yell at us and tell us what to do. That's the that's the key, really. Is it's it's driven mostly by the kids. Like she runs the toy drive. She does all this, all the stars. She organizes all the. Well, this year there's snowballs. She does all the all organizing that which agency goes with snowflakes. All agencies like where it goes. It they're the ones that kind of handle it, and it teaches them also that. You know that leadership ability. It gives them something to be able to build a resume on. It gives them something to, you know, uh, learn. Give them those skills, and they just love that 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 feeling of giving back. Because we also have three Debbie's treasure chests in three out of four of the Methuen schools. Okay. Filled with school supplies, and that is completely run by kids. That's awesome. From fifth grade to eighth grade. Now, do you guys have? Like, I mean, I, I, I do a lot of work with a lot of different groups, right? And because I do a show, I have a lot of them come on. Um, do you guys partner with anybody? Like, I know Pegasus House and some of the other houses in Lawrence that deal with women from women that are escaping domestic violence that have kids. Well, we partner with all of them. Oh, good, good. Because all those agencies send us clients. Right. That, that's our referral source. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you get, you know, as a matter of fact, Pegasus just called the other day and said, do you have any maternity clothes? So, you know, because I have a very organized manager, she's got this box <laughs> set aside with maternity clothes. That's phenomenal. And, um, you know, and when social workers make special requests from agencies, our, our people are really good. And, and we've got some bilingual volunteers, which is... Key. Oh. Key. Key. I mean, if you're dealing with Lawrence, you need someone who speaks Spanish. And it's just, they have been phenomenal. Great. Um, and we also partner with Lawrence Community Works. We're providing... We won't hold that against you. <laughs> We're providing the, um, they're doing a big party on Saturday for differently abled children. Okay. So we're giving them- Wait, wait, wait for, for what? Differently abled children. Do you like that politically correct? Wow. For disabled kids. Not even going to go there. Yeah. So for kids that special needs- It just took me a second to figure out yeah. what you were saying. So they're special needs kids and we've got toys for them. Yep. So that's what they're doing. So that's part of our toy drive. We got some toys earlier to, to send it over to them. But we partner with them- we have um, three in the schools, which are just school supplies, although the teachers refer the parents otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just started this year at Northern Essex, which I was astounded by how many homeless students, homeless and hungry students there are. Going, at, to, going to community college. Going to community college that live in their cars. Mm. So we have two small closets there that we fill. One of our board of directors, uh, Barbara Tompkins, works with a woman there from a young woman who just graduated. That's Elizabeth, and I can't think of her last Mura, um, who's at Northern Essex, who's helping us in the, both campuses in Haverland Lawrence. And then with the help of Judge Rooney, um, out of Lawrence District Court, we just opened up an annex in the Lawrence District Court nice. in the Fenton Judicial Center. Now, are you still lawyering while you're doing all of this stuff, or did you give lawyering up? Well, you can ask my um, paralegal. She'll tell you not much. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the no advertising. But, um, I, you know, I, I've always worked two to three jobs. It's who I am. Plus, 
you know, what can you say? It, it's my kids left me. <laughs> and so somebody <laughs> they had built a, this thing and they, and, and you inherited it. Then they left. Congratulations. You just inherited a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about all our leadership team. Are, we're all yeah. like could get the senior citizen discount, right? Yeah. You know, started by a bunch of kids, but, um, I mean, it, it's a great project, and, and I have to tell you, Tommy, you know my practice deals with mostly people that uh, are Underprivileged. Under, underprivileged. The greatest joy that I get is being able to say, hey, you don't have a coat? Let me write you a little referral. You can go down there. Right. And even in the courthouse, you know, the judges and the probation officers are so thrilled. Someone comes in and, you know, soaked from the rain. Hey, we've got clothes for you. We've got coats for That's you. That's great. You know, we... we um, you know, we give them enough stuff for a couple of days, and then we send them over to the treasure chest so they. Now, can is there get a specific it. form? If like, because I, I do a lot of outreach with a lot of different groups. If I if I were to find someone uh, who can't get this need service through TMF or the other groups that I'm working with, um, can I, do I just write you a letter? Do I have a form I have you to have fill to out? You have to fill out a form. It's online. Okay. Um, you can find it. Um, and you know, because I know you, it would be fine. But if I didn't know you, I would. You know, get this from what agency are you from? We would call you and say, well, how, you know, it can't just be anybody right. that refers. So I know you work with TMF. I know you've been working with a lot of agencies. So we do send it. And TMF sends people over. Do they? Oh, yeah. We have a, a, a large amount of people. Um, Those kids are so amazing. And I, 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 I'm, I'm, always, I'm always just stunned in a happy way to see these kids. Most of them are growing up in the projects in Lawrence. Most of these kids have empty cupboards themselves and once a week go out and feed homeless people who, who barely have less than they do and are happy to do it. Like, these kids are happy to go out and do you it. You know, if it's, you give a kid a bar, you know, you raise a bar for a kid, they jump over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. When I first met uh, Mike over at TMF, I kind of thought it was just like, you know, a couple of adults that organize this thing and the kids kind of just come along and set things up. And it's actually the other way around. It's the kids that organize everything, as you guys found out, right? Yeah. And these kids, they're coming from families and neighborhoods where they themselves have almost nothing and who are going out trying to help people who have actually nothing. And, you know, then you, you see other people that have a lot. You know, we all see them in the community. And, you know, they're on Facebook saying, hey, look, see, look, I'm giving somebody something, but it's not really anything that's worth, you know, what, what they make or what they do. I guess what I'm saying is you, I found that the people who have the most give the least and people who have the least give the most. I, I and, would agree with you. Yeah, I mean, and I'm still, after working with the homeless for four or five years in Lawrence, I, I'm still shocked by that. We find, you know, our two of our volunteers were clients and they just keep showing up right. and they're just, they're amazing people. We have, you know, so many people like that. And, you know, then we get people, you know, they give you like a, a bag of clothes and it's wonderful that they give you a bag of clothes and they want you to give them a, you know, a donation receipt saying that they gave you a thousand dollars worth of stuff. And you right. say, sorry, you know, we have to kind of give it for the wrong reason. Well, you got to comply with the IRS. Right. I don't, I don't mind a good tax deduction, right. but you got to comply with the IRS. And by the way, we are fully tax deductible. Okay, We're a full nonprofit. You're a full 501c3. And, and 501c3. And, and actually the name of our nonprofit is Harvey Girls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harvey Girls Inc. operating the project known as Debbie's Treasure. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, said. So. well said. But uh, we, um, you know. Whereas it, most of the Harvey Girls have left. And that was just. Harvey, that was just Harvey, Harvey Lady. That was the Harvey Girl. <laughs> Actually, my kids are still very involved. Um, you know, I get these these emails or these texts mostly from my younger child that says, did you do this? And I'm like, yes. Well, you didn't tell me. And I said, I didn't know I had to tell you about Debbie's treasure chest. Right, and, right. and they they just, you know, want to know. Didn't and, realize I had to run that by you. Right. And and she's they're constantly on Juliana, who's mm-hmm. Derek's older daughter. You need to send out this email. And she'll say, I did. You know, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> um, and that's the kind of thing. But yeah. it's these, you know, my kids have been a great example as, as you know, um, if you don't know, my two children were adopted from China. Okay. And um, but for the kindness of strangers, and I don't mean me, I mean the people in the orphanage who raised them till I got them. You know, they wouldn't be who they are today. Right. I was, you know, I I was blessed with two amazing kids and helped, you know, foster the wonderful women that they are. But you give a kid an opportunity, and they just take off with it. I think we don't understand the power of children. And, you know, in your Jewish sense, tikkun olam 
means a lot to repair the world. And that's what we do every day mm-hmm. at Debbie's Treasure Chest. One child, one family, one mother, one father at a time. But we do. We, we hope we make a difference. Right. I mean, you know, I always think when it's the first cold spell, it always makes me feel good to know, hey, we gave away a thousand coats this year. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, maybe people are a little warmer. Because right. of us. Maybe but, not. And it's local. It's it's here. It's not giving them away, sending them off somewhere. Right. This right. is in our community. Right. This is in the Merrimack real Valley. Real local people that have real local needs. Absolutely. Now, Derek, you, you mentioned um, it's not just the police officers when you're talking about the, the toy drives and everything at the, at the station. And I don't think most people realize how many civilians you have working for you, whether it's dispatchers or clerks or whatever. Can you talk a little bit? I know you brought one here. Thank you for doing that. Because Absolutely. we always want to try and impress as many people as we can with our studio. Sure. Um, but can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So the Toy Drive, it, it's a whole department-wide initiative. And the, the great part of it is it is our our, our officers. I'm, I organize it, but I am by far not... The, the face of it. I mean, I, thanks to the chief, who's always been supportive since day one. When, yeah, at the end of the day, we always give him the credit. Well, well when, when, when this first started, and it started with just the police department. Uh, Our first t- year was just the, uh, yeah, the police. Yeah, literally, uh, I believe it was Maxine had called Talia. me. Talia, I'm sorry. Because she needed to beat Maxine because Maxine just won that award. <laughs> so Talia wanted to one-up her. Isn't competition C- awesome? Called me yeah. on my phone and, and literally, hi, Derek, it's, it's Talia. Hi, Talia. We'd like to do a toy drive. Would you be interested in helping us? Absolutely. Yeah, how do you say no to that, right? Absolutely. And then I went to the chief, and the chief was, of course, absolutely, let's do it. Uh, And we started with just the police department. That first year, I think we only did maybe 150 wishes. If that, it wasn't a lot. Was it more? Yeah. And that was a toy drive that Talia didn't, and I didn't get to. That was year one or year two? That was year one. Are you sure? I think so. I think it was year two. Well, yeah. Because it was the second year I got thrust into the uh, the, the MC room. Oh, yes, right. I, I had to... Uh, My daughter had meningitis. <laughs> she boy. was fine. It was viral, but... And then but, the other one got into a crash on the way, yeah, <laughs> on the way really, to the event. It was a great Christmas. But um, it, started, it started just with us. And, of course, I brought the idea, and we put it out to all of the... Everyone that works in the department. And when I say everyone, I'm talking about the officers. We have our, our civilian dispatchers. We have our professional staff. And professional staff isn't just... It's the administrative staff. It's our custodians. It's our uh, CARES advocates who work amazingly well. Our animal control officer. Everyone, our parking control officer who also helps us out. Because Karen and, and Jeff are instrumental in, in helping me uh, with the toy drive. They help with the tree, putting our tree up. So it's it's everyone. It's our it's our uh, reserve officers. It's our retirees. It's it's our police explorers. It's it's across the board internally. And then, of course, the great part about it is the community gets to be involved, right. bringing the toys into the Dropbox. And you would be surprised at how many people, because I'm a social media guy, as soon as I see someone coming in with a toy, I want to grab them right away and say, hey, can I take a photo? Oh, no, 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 thank you. Well, what's your name? Uh, my name is Joe. Joe, Joe what? I, I really don't, I don't want any, I, I'd rather not. I, love, I don't want I anyone love, to know. I love when people donate and they step up to the plate and don't want any recognition because so many people do it for the recognition that the ones that don't want the recognition are the ones you want to recognize. It's amazing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you... It's just, you're in awe of it because these are people that are truly giving for the right reason. So tell them about how the high school hockey team got involved a few years ago because that was an amazing story with the police department. Oh, that was. That was that was definitely special. When we had started doing the toy drive, it was just the department. I don't even think the first, yeah, the first year we did have the Dropbox, but mm-hmm. it was the first year, so we didn't really... Um, we kind of really didn't know what we were doing in a sense for us, how to get involved, how to get the word out. And the second year came along and, and I get a, a phone call from somebody that said, there's somebody from the high school would like to participate. I said, someone from the high school? Yeah, one of the, the high school hockey team mm-hmm. wants to be involved. They'd like to come and pick up some wishes. And at the time, internally, we were saying, well, we really, this is just a project just for the department. I don't know. And I was like, how do you say no to these kids? These right. kids are coming in. They want to help. We're bringing them in. We're not, we're not saying no. Called them up. I spoke with, actually, it was Brett Blackwell, who was the captain of the hockey team. It was the third team. year. It was the same, was it, was it three it was year the three? same year as the fire. 
It, yes. So year three, Brett had called me up and said, you know, Officer Licata, I'd really love to, we'd love to participate. The team wants to come in. We, we'd all like to, to kind, kind of take a wish off the, off the tree. We're like, absolutely. So brought them all into the roll call room, sat them down. I talked to them for a little bit. I explained to them about the charity, about Debbie's treasure chest, why we do it. They were all in. The entire team, each one of them took a wish off, the, off of our tree. They all went out, got all the toys themselves. We rearranged to have them deliver the toys with us. They actually helped us with the toy delivery that year. So that year when we brought the toys, and this was year three, we were still delivering the toys when we didn't have so many that we right. have now, which we still need more. Well, I remember like three years ago when I was filming, you know, you guys just kept having trucks just kept showing up mm. and kids grabbing things off the truck and then trying to put them on a dolly to get them up to, up to the second or third floor and then come down and do it again. And then three more trucks would show up and I'm like... I thought this was going to be a 10-minute thing. I'm going to be stuck here all day. And I was. <laughs> but, I'm glad, chaos. but I'm glad that I was because, <laughs> because I got to see from beginning to end what you guys do. And I was so amazed by that. And it, now we have an, an event room donated by our landlord that we have a big room. It takes us four days to get ready. Yeah. So, And because of Brett Blackwell and what he really brought, now the high school kids are involved. And so we have 250 snowballs, and if you are a high schooler or a parent of a high school kid, please tell them to grab a snowflake because they need, we need some help um, fulfilling those wishes. But uh, Principal Barden has been instrumental. Matt Curran, who's a director of athletics, um, we got 250 snowflakes up there, 250 wishes, and we do it. Um, it's all local kids. We try to give them a bunch of sports equipment. That's requested to buy. That's also, if people are looking to donate, basketballs, footballs, um, huge items, so uh, volleyballs, soccer, soccer balls, balls. Anything sports related. Anything sports related. Um, big issue, big thing for teens, big thing for middle and schoolers. And where, 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 is, where is the best drop-off place if someone's got a bunch of stuff? Because my office has now become like homeless central. I come, I come home from my show like today, and there'll be like nine bags of clothes outside. And I, don't, I can't carry nine bags of clothes down the stairs. So is there one specific place where if someone's got a lot of stuff that so they want to donate? So if they want to donate clothing, they should... And right now, because we're so overloaded, we take in-season, which would be winter clothing. They can go to Debbie's Treasure Chest during our open hours, which are Monday and Wednesdays, 9 to 1, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 2 to 6, at 15 Union Street in Lawrence, Suite 411. What? Dorsey, which is where Coco's Restaurant is. Okay, right. And they just – and, you know, you can park the car – Come upstairs. We'll send you down. You know, we've got a, a big basket. You can bring it up. If you have a lot of toys, you could do the same thing. Um, police station is a great place to drop it off in Methuen because they're open 24 hours. And they have the ability to transport. Yeah. Well, we have people transporting stuff. Okay. Um, Enterprise Bank is another place that's, mm -hmm. you know, bank. It's it's open a lot. Century 21 McLennan. Century 21 McLennan. Mm -hmm. Spicket River, the new brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've right. been wonderful. Um, Monte Carlo Beauty Salon. We've got, uh, what? Plasto oh, yes. Plasto Library. Um, I love kickboxing in Methuen. Is got granting wishes as well as taking a box. Uh, acting out. Now, what, what if a business is watching this, that somebody who's got a business in Methuen, and they say, hey, I want to be part of that. I want to be a drop-off spot, or I want, to, I want to be a sponsor. How do they so do that? So they can call me okay. at 978-360-4007, um, or they can send me an email at lynda at debbiestreasurechest.org. Um, or I'm, sure, I'm showing your Facebook page. Yeah, or just yeah. ask on our Facebook page. Or, you know, we had one year, I think it was Borislow Insurance, mm -hmm. dropped off. So many toys. At least four or five large trash bags filled wow. with toys. And we were just overwhelmed. I That's mean, it's great. just amazing. That's a great problem to have. Yeah, well, it, it is. And it used to be just the four, the two Lakata kids and the and the Harvey girls. Um, and Derek and I just going, you guys have to deal with this. And they would just <laughs> jump in the boxes and they, they would have more fun doing it. Yeah. Now we have probably about 20 kids ready to deal with all these mm -hmm. things that, that we have to deal with. But, you know, we would love it. Um, gift cards, if people are concerned about gift cards, Target, Walmart, $20 gift cards goes a long way. They can drop them off at my law office if they're concerned about the gift cards, which is law offices at 184 Pleasant Valley Street in Methuen. Um, and as I said, the gift cards that we give out, we certainly vet those. Good. And 
99% of the time, the social workers are taking the children to buy it. Right. Because they don't want them sold. They don't want them to do anything. Right. Now, this toy drive doesn't end. This is like all year? Or well, do the you, toy drive kind of... You can always drop off toys. We can always look for them. And we do take gently used toys, as long as all the pieces are there. And again, if you'd give it to a friend. Right. Um, our big thing right now, if what we're really looking for, are new and v- gently used children's coats. Okay. That is a huge... Infant children's coats and boots. We don't really have any boots for kids. Um, if you're looking to buy something, that's a great thing to buy. If You know, kids wear boots for like a half a season and then they outgrow them. Right. So clean them up, you know, bring them over to us. Sure. We, we'll, they'll go out faster than we stay in. We have very limited children's coats. They don't let, we did buy about. So the turnover is very high from the time someone drops something off to the time you get it to the person who needs it. it it's unbelievable. Like, there are certain things that go very quickly. Infant clothes. Um, little kids' clothes, mm-hmm. what? Toddler clothes. Like children's clothes go all the time. Yep. Um, but we all, you know, and, and the, the good thing about being part of the Greater Lawrence community is, you know, we had a bunch of women's suits that were going nowhere. So we called, you know, Sabrina Boggio at Progress Clothing, and she said, oh, my goodness, I have, you know, 10 or 12 women that could use these. I'm trying to get them back in the workforce. So we connect with them. Great. You know, it, it made us happy that we could make sure that they were going to the right place. So um, people can drop off stuff all the time. If they want to make a cash donation, they can go on our website. Um, it's through Stripe, I think. I don't know. It's, it, uh, um, or you can send us a check. Um, Check's always better because if you're using like PayPal or something, they would it's take, actually take a, a piece of really, it. Really, really yeah. small amount that Stripe takes. So yeah. a lot of people that like to donate online can do that. But checks are great, either to Harvey Girls Inc. or Debbie's Treasure Chest. Either one, they're both tax deductible. They both go to the same place. Um, you know, we and we can just tell you that it's staying locally. You know, sometimes you could send us a. You know, for instance, we have this family that went in yesterday to that shelter, we don't have coats for the two children. We'll go out today. We'll buy coats for those two kids because it's cold. Right, yeah. And they need them. Right. And they, you know, they need, um, we have this, you know, it's an incredible network of people we have. We have unbelievable donors, unbelievable volunteers, and really 99.5% of our client base is wonderful. Right. Um, and yeah. if they're not so wonderful, we call the social workers and say, hey, can you talk to them? Because, right, yeah. you know, they need a little help but understanding. But that's got to be so rare in, in what you're doing. 99.5 is, is great. Yeah. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, McLennan Real Estate. You know, uh, these people have been very good to us over the years. They gave us money for scholarships for our bash a couple of years ago, our charity bash. Please come to our charity bash this year. Okay. March, March 27th. Come to our gallery. I'll let March, you know I will. It is. I'll be happy to promote it for free in the paper, too. Um, so please, if you're going to buy a house from anybody, buy a house from these people. They do help us. AFC Urgent Care, uh, Lisa Williams and her husband have, have been very, very generous to the community. And they are some of the people that, that do things and then say, please don't thank me. They don't want to be thanked for what they're doing, but they're doing it anyway. So I want to make sure that they get the thanks. Uh, Jason Marcou at Marcou Towing. Uh, another guy, like all, even the sponsors are people who, who network and help. Uh, Jason Marcou shows up at TMF for the last three weeks now. Uh, at the TMF Family Dinner for the Homeless uh, with either food or clothing. I think he brought uh, hot cocoa a couple weeks ago. Uh, so, you know, if you're going to do business with somebody, do business with someone like Jason Marku at Marku Towing. Marsan and Sun Construction, Ronnie Marsan, was with him last night at the TMF dinner. Showed up with hot cocoa, showed up with a bunch of things that they needed. Always appreciate that. The police, Methuen Police Superior Officers Union, also a sponsor. We love those guys. And I don't care what the Eagle Tribune says about them or how bad they, they malign them over this whole contract issue. If I had my way, each one of those guys, including you, would be making a million dollars a year. Because they're running into the building when this when there's gunfire, while the rest of us cowards are all running out. So as far as I'm concerned, we just saw what happened today with the uh, with the Mass State Police officer was just stabbed and had to shoot somebody. Uh, we're waiting on an update on that breaking story. And of course, Nina at Climate Design Systems, who has uh, been sponsoring the show for, uh, what, Ed, since like September? 
since, yeah. since the debate started. It's been quite a she's while. Been sponsoring, and they've been great. Uh, we've got about maybe two minutes. Do you just want to wrap up with people and, and uh, just kind of remind them what is Debbie's Treasure Chest? How can they jump in and help? How can they make a donation? Absolutely. So uh, it, it's important if everybody anybody wants to donate and help us out with the toy drive, we're going to accept uh, toys at the police station till the 23rd of December. So we've got the drop box in the lobby. They can just stop by the lobby, drop off their toys. Um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, the toy delivery is going to be the 21st. 21st. Uh, it's for social workers that were invited only. Um, social workers that need to reach me, you know how to reach me. If you didn't get your toy request in on time, it's 10 to 12. That's run completely by our our Susan Paul Serkman leadership program. So the fifth to eighth graders are running that Great. whole show. The high schoolers also mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we... I would just, you know, I want to thank the Methuen Police Department. I, too, agree that every police officer, every firefighter should get a million dollars. Me, too. It, and that's a minimum. Me, too. Because, um, you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned about defense attorneys. I think 99.9% def- of defense attorneys are most respectful of police officers, mm-hmm. as there are 99.9% of police officers that are are just fantastic people, as well as our firefighters. And we, we count on those first responders for everything. Came very close to them. During the gas explosions, we all work together. Um, They help us. We help them. Um, All I would say is the joy of giving is one of the greatest feelings you're ever going to have. You know, like you, Thomas, I am a Jew. <laughs> I, I love Christmas. I'm a Christmas person too. You know, I, I Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. It doesn't really matter. Whatever it is, 365 days of the year, we should all be thinking about those that don't have what we absolutely. do. Absolutely, absolutely. So, thank you for having us, Linda thank Harvey, you very much. attorney Linda Harvey. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I hope we educated some people, and I hope we get you guys some donations too. Uh, Sergeant uh, Methuen Police Sergeant Derek Lakata, who officer, officer. officer. Oh, I thought you were Not sergeant. Yet. Maybe the next promotion. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to Joe about that. <laughs> we can see if we can rectify that situation. Thank and, you so and much. And your Tom. dispatcher, who you brought? Yes, absolutely. Karen Kay is with us today, Karen. and also Jeff is uh, the other helper that and of my social media partner in crime, uh, Officer Gina Scanlon, is Great. also in a, a helper with the uh, toy driving. You've got, you got your, buddy, is your, your buddy Tim over there, too? I can't see. Is that, is that my no, rich or is no, that your Tim? That's your Must rich. be my rich. Okay. And that's uh, Lisa Hamlin, yep. known to me as Lisa Esther. Always will be. Um, thanks for coming, Lisa. Yes, and Rich Russell, my uh, my fine five photographer. I just had not have my glasses on, so I couldn't tell if that was him or not. Uh, listen, we want to thank all of our sponsors once again, McLennan & Company, uh, Real Estate. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Climate Design Systems, Methuen Police Superior Officers Union, Mark Ku Towing, Ron, Marsan, and Sons, and whoever it is I just forgot. Melvin Taylor says we got to go home, so go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.